Abe, it's the end of the year and I'm feeling pretty excited. Do you know why? It's the end of the year and you get the presents, as they say in marketing. Why are you excited, Tim? I get to give away the presents, 42% off an annual subscription of an unmade membership. That's very generous, Tim. You're sounding a lot like Santa Claus. Yes, if Santa Claus reduced the price of a membership from $650 (laughs) to $377 per year. All the kids are asking Santa for that this Christmas, surely. They are because they want a free ticket to our annual Compass event and discounts on our other events. And of course, access to the Unmade Archive. And um, there's one more Christmas gift just to throw in with the package. Do you know what that is, Abe? Um, I'm guessing it's a copy of your book, Tim. It is. Spoiler alert. You've (laughs) opened the present early. It's a copy of Media Unmade. Go to unmade.media forward slash 2023 EOY. Start the week with Unmade. Setting the agenda for the week in media and marketing. Today, Battle of the Bed Brands. Sky News unveils a new streaming service. And the end of the ratings year. Unmade. It's Monday, December 4. Can you believe it's December already, Tim? I'm A Beauty and good morning, Mr Burrows. Good morning, Abe. Yes, I can believe it. It's feeling pretty good, isn't it? I'm... All of the end of year vibes are here now. I've got one more working trip to Sydney to do this year, and then I'm just in Tasmania for the duration. Um, Suddenly it doesn't feel wet and rainy in Tasmania. It feels, you know, there's this yellow orb in the sky. It's all feeling pretty good. How was your weekend? Great weekend. Actually, speaking of yellow orbs, I went caravanning down to Coles Bay, which is down near where Wineglass Bay is on the Fraysonay Peninsula on the weekend. Beautiful weather. Absolutely stunning scenery. If any of the listeners have not been to Coles Bay, do yourself a favour, book a trip to Tassie and get down to Coles Bay. It's absolutely beautiful. How was your weekend, Tim? Yeah, mine was also very good. Thank you, Abe. Yes, I was um, uh, l- l- last last time for uh, three or four weeks um, over at Sisters Beach, so I was making the most of that. Um, and now, yes, gearing up for, um, hey, I wonder if my Qantas flight will be on time for once for my trip to Sydney later today. Anyway, where should we start this week? Well, let's, let's start the week and turn to the Australian Financial Review and talk about beds. The headline is, Mattress Maker accuses rivals of dodgy marketing with fake reviews. Yeah, this one, and it's both a stush, but it's also um, a marketing campaign in its own right as well. There's there's a a press release. There's a there's a website about this. So, um, one of the big online bed companies, online mattress companies, is Sleeping Duck. Now, where they've gone noisily public today is this issue of, and there are a few of them out there, fake websites reviewing mattresses where they're actually connected to one of the players. So in this case, they're pointing the finger at uh, Emma, which is uh, one one of their rivals. Um, And the fact that they have a connection to a website which gives Sleeping Duck a very bad review and Emma a very good review. So... um, As I say, this is also a full-on marketing campaign for Sleeping Duck, not just a complaint. 
it's a bit meta. They've created a video series with Lawrence Ola and Ruby O'Kelly as husband and wife amateur mattress testers. You said I couldn't score higher than a tit. Yeah, well, I changed my mind. I mean, this company is essentially ranking themselves better than all of the rest and then expecting people to believe it. You know what the sad part is? You know what, in today's believe anything that you see on the internet, mm. people actually probably do. And you know what? That's not the worst of it. This brand promotes videos spreading the same claims. Our verdict? We absolutely love the Emma Comfort mattress. Try it for yourself and let us know how it transforms your sleep. It's totally misleading. Would you trust a company that did that? I mean, would you buy from a company that did that? Really liked that video, Tim, but the first thing that occurred to me is this is brilliant branding and marketing. Yeah, absolutely is. I, I must admit, I'm not sure I go as far as you were saying that I, you really like it. I mean, it's, it, it's not... I, I know they're sort of playing it for love. It's not the greatest acting in the world, is it, really? No, it's not. But they're playing the underdog, that kind of underdog authentic status. Uh, underdog podcasters, yes. Do you, do, you, do, you, do you feel that they're speaking to you? <laughs> we stick together, us underdogs. <laughs> us underdog amateur podcasters. Uh, do, do, these, do these sort of review websites work, though, Tim? Look, that's... A very good question. Um, these non-independent review sites are bad for consumers and they can hurt confidence in a whole sector. The ACCC should be doing far more. So let me give you my example. I, um, I recently had to actually buy a mattress. I was in the market for a mattress and I remember going through this process. This is only a matter of a few months back of going online. And, you know, I'd seen all the buzz about Sleeping Duck and one or two of the others. I think Koala was another one I'd seen. And there were so many review sites out there and the reviews were so different. I ended up, for a while I thought, oh, I'll try Choice. I've been meaning to get a subscription to choice which is the sort of the you know the well-known independent review site and funnily enough i thought is my subscription worth it so i actually read the reviews of choice which is a bit meta in itself and some of those reviews are well it's not as good or as comprehensive as it used to be so that was enough to actually put me off that but in the end i realized i became completely paralyzed in making a decision and moved against getting an online mattress altogether and ended up just going off to, you know, that old cliche of uh, Harvey Norman and buying the mattress that I liked and attempted to negotiate a bit on price. But in other words, that sort of sludge of so many websites, which I now realize some of them were probably not independent, did change the outcome. So there's, there's something wrong there. It's interesting too, as, as I'm thinking about it, as you're talking, reviews are so important, particularly when you can't try in store. So you can't try the mattress, you can't actually feel what it sounds like. You need to be able to rely on the reviews for a purchase like that. Yeah, one of the things that does surprise me about this, um, as um, um, Sleeping Duck have made clear in their press release and campaign, is they did complain to the ACCC about the behaviour of this site associated with Emma. And all the ACCC has done is made them put a small disclosure that, yes, they are linked. But honestly, it's not the sort of thing that the casual reader would necessarily notice. Um, and it, what surprises me about that is the ACCC has been making noise about cracking down on fake reviews. And this seems like such a good 
example of something they could go after harder. So I'm surprised they haven't. Next, Sky News goes big on streaming. A few bits of news from the streaming world today. Tim, first, Sky News Australia is launching a new streaming service. Yeah, that's right. So this is going to be five bucks a month and really it's an additional way of accessing um, the the Australian version of Sky News. So it also comes with um, Fox Sports News, Sky News Weather and then the Sky News Extra channel. So this will, 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 will be app-based, but also presumably streamable to smart TVs as well. Um, at five bucks a month, that's, um, you know, pretty competitive. But for that narrow group of people, and I think it is a narrow group of people who do want to get Sky News Australia, but don't currently have access to it in other ways. So um, I wonder whether this is a nod to overseas because um, – you know, one of the one of the places where Sky seems to be getting a lot of traction is a lot of its videos do quite well on YouTube out of the US in particular. You know, because of course it's it's is is pretty partisan commentary. You know, leans towards the right. You know, it's a distant, if not a if not a sister publication of um, the Fox News, then then at least a distant cousin in that uh, Fox News is is owned by Fox Corp and Sky News is owned out of Australia by News Corp. But they are, you know, two companies that both originally came out of the News Corp empire. So, um, so yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting little move. How does this tie in with Foxtel's Flash news service? Yeah, so that, that launched a couple of years back and that included um, Sky News as part of the package. Now, the funny thing is Foxtel, although majority owned by News Corp alongside Telstra, it's not the same sort of purity of ownership, whereas News Corp does own 100% of um, uh, Sky News. Flash is still around, I think. I I actually had to look it up this morning just to check it was, because it launched a couple of years back, but they they... They stopped reporting this, the, the the subscription numbers for it, and most of the staff were removed at the start of this year, kind of in cost cuttings. But it is still available, effectively as a live streaming service. So, um, uh, yeah, it, it um, it's there. But um, I guess the question for the consumer is: for eight dollars a month, you can get a huge variety of new streaming services including sky news or for five just sky news so i i'm not sure about the logic of it but we'll see it's interesting tim with every every company that launches a new streaming service i just wonder how they're going to find an audience and and monetize that how do they how do they find an audience when there is only a certain amount of eyeballs available yeah, that's a. It is a really good question, particularly for, for for costly services. I suppose the difference about this one is I don't think it's going to cost um, Sky News anything very much to do this because they're taking existing services. I don't think they'll be hiring any more staff to do it. So I suppose if it just helps increase their reach a bit, and you know, this could be a nod towards um, uh, the rise of smart televisions as well. So, so yeah, I, I suspect there is. Once you think about it, I think there probably is. Uh, a defensible strategy in there. How are Foxtel uh, gone with subscriptions in the winter, this winter? 
We'll find out a bit more when we get to the next quarterly numbers, but there's a story in um, the AFR this morning, which um, <laughs> is interesting, actually. The headline makes you think, oh, this is quite big developing news. Foxtel boss braces for, and then in quotes, bumpy summer of sport without India poms, as in the the, um, the the cricketers aren't playing England this time or India. So they're, the, the, the series this summer are um, Pakistan and West Indies, which, which aren't as good for subscriptions to either um, Foxtel or the streaming service KO. Um, now, which is all sort of fair enough, um, what... When when you do dig a little bit deeper, though, you see the, the, these are actually some of the this sort of acknowledgement of the bumpy um, summer is is um, is based on comments made by Patrick Delaney, the boss of Foxtel, back in September. So although previously unpublished, um, they're not fresh comments. But what he said then was in the sports area, it's going to be a bit bumpy this summer. We don't have the big teams out. We don't have India and the Poms out. There'll be a bit of a, he describes it as a churn hiccup in the next quarter, which I think, I think you'll agree with me, Abe. Nobody wants a churn hiccup. Nobody wants a churn hiccup, Tim. Next, the ratings war never ends, even when the ratings year is over. Unmade. The official TV ratings year ended on Saturday night. Who won the year, Tim? It's the usual split honours, Abe. So seven in overall audience reach, nine in the key demographics that advertisers like, which includes as the primary one, 25 to 54. Uh, Network 10 as the third commercial uh, player, really played a different game this year. No sport, increasing focus on streaming, not just with paid streaming through Paramount Plus, but also through uh, what we call AVOD streaming, um, advertiser-based video on demand through Templay, and also the beginnings of Pluto locally as well, which is fast channels, free ad-supported TV, where it's channel-based streaming, so a different game there. Um, and then I suppose SBS's win of the year, if you were to look for a win for them, would have been Alone Australia, which rated very well. So everybody claiming different wins, but I suppose, uh, I mean, firstly, none of them will be that happy because they all lost um, lost um, overnight ratings as habits rapidly changed. But, you know, in the zero-sum game, I imagine that nine probably has just maybe just a little bit more to boast about than seven, although that's quite uh, quite close. And interesting to see Network 10 launched a brand new show last night. Is that unusual outside of the ratings year? Do you know what? I was, was kind of intrigued by this because, um, yeah, the, the ratings year ended on Saturday night. So we're now into the official non-ratings period which which means a lot less than it ever used to because you know advertisers still want to advertise but it's almost just that sort of thing of recognizing that viewing habits change in the summer and there's a lot more live live sport on in terms of cricket and tennis etc um but yeah as i say network 10 playing a different game so they launched the bachelors which i think is the second season this is where the three bachelors uh, are, are all looking for love um so i think the strategy behind that is at least in part 
there's less competition from seven and nine because their big shows have finished now. And also it kind of does nod towards um, their sort of hopes of getting people on the BVOD binging circuit so that, um, you know, they, 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 the, the viewers maybe watch more than one episode at once. Um, now, Last time around, The Bachelors arguably did better on BVOD than it did in broadcast. Um, according to um, 10 stats, The Bachelors was the number one commercial BVOD show and the number one entertainment show in the key demographics um, during its run last January. So they've obviously brought it forward even further this time into December, which um, you you get some little nods in December these days. So nine did snack masters and they, they did a kind of Lego Christmas special as well, um, which, um, you, you know, so they weren't completely giving up on fresh content, but, um, but yeah, 10, 10 definitely committing the most to fresh content outside of the official ratings period. Well, that's it for today. Unmade will be back tomorrow for our paying members with Choose Data and Sedja has been talking to the TV networks about how their ratings year went. Don't forget, you can become an Unmade member for 42% off if you subscribe before the end of the year. Go to unmade.media forward slash 2023 EOY. If you can't remember that link, then um, just go to any unmade post and we'll be putting it up there too. The perfect Christmas gift for any media nerd like myself, Tim. So uh, that's unmade.media slash 2023 EOY. Today's podcast was produced with the usually enthusiastic support of Abe's Audio. See you next time. Toodle pip. Podcast edit by Abe's Audio.